Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. LA Clippers. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. Welcome to the LA. Well, that was bad. <laughs> wow, that was even what weird. was worse? What was worse? That or the beginning of the season? Oh. You know, we're only two and a half games behind first place. <laughs> Welcome yes. to the Eclipse Forum. My name is Brian Andrew. I'm here with my co-host. Jesse Sandoval. What's up, guys? This is going to be longer than 49 seconds or however long the other pod was. I, I honestly think that was our best work of the year, but I don't know other people's opinions on it. I mean, how much can we talk about? how desperately this team needs Kawhi and Paul George. I'm like, it's, 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 it's there. Like as if, if you're, if you're a fan of this pod, thank you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but our thought process was why fill up 45 minutes of saying the same stuff? Why don't we just straight up say what we need to say? And then, who knows? Well, maybe we'll we'll, we'll recycle that idea <laughs> in the future. Um, but but lots happened since we've recorded last. Maybe yes. lots happened since we recorded an actual podcast. Let's put it that way. Yes, this has clearly been like a roller coaster of emotions for sure. Yeah i uh, I don't have any notes down. Usually I have notes. I have to say, hey, I want to touch on this. And there's been there's been plenty of episodes I wrote something down and in my own crappy handwriting, I, I skip over it because I don't know what I wrote. <laughs> and then I look back and I'm like, oh, I wanted to talk about that. Uh we're gonna probably sound like hypocrites at certain points in this podcast because we're gonna praise something and then be extremely frustrated with the same thing. Or we're going to be extremely frustrated. We're going to be talking about trading players and then being like, well, this guy contributed really well here. And and it's just a wave of emotions. Like, just for an example, I, I forgot. I think uh, a friend of ours shared a stat like that. Like, Nick Batum has been basically the best piece on the Clippers. Uh, he's like a plus, I don't know, 40 or something like that. And, and, they're, a, and they're an extremely negative team when he's off the court. But me and you at the Pacers game where Zoo had the game of his life, we were eye test like, oh, man, dude, everyone just blows past Batum. I feel like every possession. And then and then all of a sudden he'll do something cool. And then you're like, oh, see, that's why we still have him around. And but it's, then he just gets blown by again. And then all of a sudden <laughs> so, then someone just shows you a stat sheet and it's like, oh, well, he's a plus 40 when he's on the court or the team's a plus 40 when he's on the court. And it's like, I don't know, like. Am I watching the same thing computers are watching? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets weird. I I don't know, man. It's it's tough. Um, I don't know. This is oh, it's just been interesting. It's hard for me to believe Nicholas Batum is the most positive contributing team uh, player on this team, based on what I've seen. I'm not saying he's bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's bad either. And like, he had a hell of a game today. Yes, he played really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has his shiny moments, like you mentioned. You know, he'll, mm-hmm. he'll have a block. He'll have a, you know, he's shooting lights out from the three. And the next thing you know, he goes cold. And he can't yeah. hit anything. 
and it's but you know that's 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 the story of this clipper season you know i i think yeah just the first two and a half minutes of us talking about nick batum right now just sums up this clipper season it's players playing well at moments playing terribly at others and they're just not playing at all mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's I, I I don't know technically where to start. I was yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess it starts with the guy who we all made this team around, and I guess it starts with Kawhi. Uh, I I feel like we're both frustrated. Maybe you're more frustrated than I am. <laughs> okay, so. I'm not frustrated about the injury. I'm frustrated about all the information around the injury. That's what irritates me the most. Give some transparency as to what is happening with Kawhi. Let us know if there's a major setback so we can temper our expectations, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's the fact that this organization, I'm not too sure if it's Kawhi's camp. I'm not too sure if it's just a Clippers organization. Dude, this fan base rides or dies for their players, right? Yeah. So I, I, I don't see what Kawhi is trying to hide. So if this is coming from the Clippers organization, you're coming off as like you we don't you don't owe us anything, but in reality you do. You know, your your lights don't stay on without the fans. No one's going to Clipper games, no one's buying the merchandise, no one's buying jerseys, no one's buying the the bobbleheads or whatever, whatever toys you guys have sell shoes. I don't know. Do they sell shoes? I don't know. Anyways, yeah. yeah, you know, they contribute to your revenue, and to act like you don't owe us any information is just it, it's it, I like I, I don't want to say anything negative, super negative, but you can if you want. We're not credentialed or anything, uh, right? <laughs> it's not like they could take anything from us. We it's, just it's, we, it's we disappointing. Just, we, we just may never grow as a podcast, but that's fine. It's disappointing because I feel like it's it's nothing what Steve Ballmer embodies as an owner, right? Like as the person that we've like when he purchased this organization, we've seen how he acted, we've seen how he talked, mm-hmm. we've seen what he's done for the Clippers organization, what he's done for the fan base, and then all of a sudden. It just looks like it was the opposite direction for a bit. Going back to last year, right? With like the Paul George and Kawhi stuff, and we were getting teases, and we were like, we were getting really frustrated with the teases. And we were kind of getting frustrated with the the, the franchise because we're like, why tease us if you're not going to follow through? There was a part of me, and I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the pod, so I'm not going to say I ever did, but was like you don't want to say they're coming back if they can't come back though you don't want to say well we expect Kawhi to come back the first week of april and then the first week of april comes and he's not ready it makes you and your franchise look bad right this time around it's not necessarily like an acl recovery thing it's more so like it's an ACL, like we expect him to be playing. So what's the holdup kind of thing? And we expect these to be one to two, three to four week things. So give us our one to four week timetable. So we, and if you think it's going to be 
for example, if you're like, hey, this uh, Kawhi's first knee setback, right? And it, it took about, what, three weeks, maybe even a month or so before he came back? I don't even remember at this point. It's all been a blur. Give us like, hey, yeah, he'll be back within five weeks. That's not the, the be honest, we'll still be frustrated with that, but we would be like, oh, okay, all right, we're right, within five weeks. And then when yeah. he comes back in week four, we're like, oh, okay, this is great. Paul George, I don't know, it might be a four week thing, comes back in two and a half weeks, three weeks. Oh, okay, this is cool. If not, you give him the whole five weeks, and then maybe in five weeks, you're like, you know what, it's just, you know, maybe it's not ready, we'll give it another. And they kind of did it with the Paul George thing. Remember last year where they say, well, we'll, we'll have an idea after in a month when we do an, um, a couple tests or whatever. Yeah. And then, and then it ended up being like another month after that, another month after that. And we got frustrated with that, but that was at least better than this. No timetable thing. And at least we, we had checkpoints to look forward to. And I think that's, the biggest thing with the franchise, whether you're rebuilding or you're playing for championships, you got to give the fans something to look forward to. And you got to give them a reason to care. You got to give them a reason to watch. And we know secret, uh, season ticket holders, me and you hold a pass. We're not necessarily season ticket holders, but technically we paid for about 35 games or so. <laughs> And it's not like, oh, well, maybe personally, I don't feel like I'm getting what what it's worth. To me, I'm a Clippers fan. It's cool that I have it. But renewing it next year is a totally different conversation now. Like, if you can't guarantee your fans at least a time, to, and I understand, like, if, for example, you're like, well, if we let him know Kawhi might not come back this year, then people won't get season tickets or whatever. I, I guess. But any person who's into the team's going to know, like, well, last year Kawhi most likely wasn't coming back. So if they bought season tickets, it was probably in good faith. This year, we expected this team to be, and then we expected this team to be on the court. And even when they're not, if you just give us this timetable of like, oh, well, all right, in a month, in a month, they'll be back or in a month, we'll be OK. Luke Kennard, his calf thing, it was going to be a four to five week. Like our fan base has to go on Google and search what's the timetable for these injuries. And then and then for whatever reason, add like another month to it, because we're like, I don't know, there's timetables are different for the Clippers. So the transparency thing. I don't know if we'll ever be fixed. It, it's it's getting to the point where it feels like it's a Clippers thing. It might have started to be a Kawhi thing, but it seems like it's now becoming a Clippers thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if, like, once we're past the Kawhi era, it's just the way the Clippers handle <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> I hope not. Um, but just just so I ask this, but when you say, like, you're questioning whether or not you'll do the same thing about getting that, you know, that Clipper pass – that's not because, you know, oh, you know, we're going to suck. That's more just like you guys suck at giving us information. Yeah. And it's just out of spite, you know, just like, you know what? If you're not going to like, you're not going to show us good faith, you know, give us information. Then why should I continue to invest in you guys? I'll watch yeah. the games from home. 
And yeah, it's why spend. I'm sure we we don't we don't spend that, but I'm sure people spend thousands of dollars to see the stars play, quote unquote. And I'm sure there's loyal Clipper fans no matter what. But there's people who are like, all right, well, you got to give us something on the court for us to feel like we're playing for something. And if people are starting to feel like this is like the kind of like how Lob City ended necessarily, and and people start and pe- people start feeling like, oh well, once we have Kawhi and Paul George back, we'll be fine. And then that carries into a a season and two months. And we're now in December saying the same stuff. It's exhausting as a fan. And I, as a fan of the Clippers who has a significant other who's not, it would be very hard for me to convince the my significant other to spend money on a, on a franchise that at the end of the day, I'm frustrated going to go watch. Hmm. So I'm sure the Clippers, unless they kind of change their mentality on this, they're going to fill it in the off season and everyone knows if you just give your, the Clippers your email or give them your phone number in any capacity, they're going to contact you. They're trying to get people to sign up. And I know I already know a lot of people who are going to be like, no, like just no. And I think that's the best way to communicate to this franchise is when season ticket holder representatives or something get back to whoever runs it and says like, Hey, how come so many people are not renewing? And then when they respond with the feedback, they're like, well, the lack of transparency or the lack of or the fact that they don't, it's not guaranteed Kawhi or PG are going to play. Maybe that information will get back to them. They're like, oh, well, all right, maybe we should start giving. But to be honest, I don't think it will. But uh, yeah. No. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how this season plays out. You know, you, you said it, the season's still young, there's still a lot of games to play. Um, while we're on the topic, Kawhi, Kawhi just played Kawhi and Paul George against the Charlotte Hornets. And since we're on the same topic, you look pretty rusty, but you came in clutch in the fourth quarter. Uh, it was, was a positive sign. Uh, he later said, post game conference, that I'm gonna take it at his word, and you know, it kind of gives me some relief from it is that he loves basketball, he wants to play, he's happy to be back on the court. And I feel like he's just saying out of place from a guy that's been riddled with an injury that has sidelined him and he had some setbacks. Does that sound believable? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, no, kidding. I was going to ask, yeah. I, I was going to ask you that is from, we all know who Kawhi is. He's off social media. He doesn't like to talk necessarily. Do you, you, you know, you know what? Uh, sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, Go no, you're good. Well, no. I was going to say, you know what? I feel like Kawhi is like pretty. Sometimes he doesn't beat around the bush. Like he sometimes he won't answer a question. Like when they ask them, would he come back? And, you know, he jokingly said something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I believe I believe he meant it. I believe he wants to be on the court. Uh, I was going to say, do you feel. OK, so you already answered it. Uh, <laughs> do, do you feel like it's maybe him? slash his team not necessarily the clippers but like you know his team and uh and the clippers maybe saying like hey like after the game or next time you get an opportunity to talk to the media 
can you at least uh, reaffirm that you want to be here, basically? Because some people are doubting that. And it's not just affecting your image, but it's affecting our image. Uh, or do you think he was just really genuine and was just like, nah, this is what I love and I've been able to do it for a while kind of thing. I think I think if we're going to be honest, it's it's I could see the argument for the first one, but I believe it's a mixture of both. You know, okay. I believe he does like playing basketball. You know, he's something he's good at. It's just that he's older now. His body isn't recovering as quickly as possible. May have been a hiccup. And maybe his doctors are just holding him back. You know, doctors will always err on the side of precaution. Right. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be 100 percent confident that he'll be okay. So what they're going to say, you know, sit out for another week, sit out another week. Until they have 100 percent. They have they can say in confidence that, you know, you're good to go. Um, That being said, it was it was a nice change to see Kawhi back and to hit a game winner. So, yeah. uh, and we saw him in the city edition jerseys. So yeah, finally, right? I, so I never thought so, I'd see it. So now maybe we maybe we could buy one now. <laughs> I, I, I me, not, me, not yet. <laughs> I, I, I've always I actually bought. We were uh, it was on I think Fanatics or NBA Store. I was looking at jerseys the other day, and you know, like with Black Friday for like a whole week or whatever, things were like up to sixty five percent off. So I'm like looking right, and they had a Kawhi. And the thing, to be honest, personally, I think I would have rather had the gray one, but they had the black one from last season with just the logo, mm. and it was like fifty five bucks, and it was a Kawhi jersey, and I was like, I'm just gonna get it. I I never got a Kawhi jersey. I'm just gonna get this one. <laughs> it's it, it makes sense because it's I I it's a Kawhi jersey. I'm not a big fan of getting jerseys of the star players because you can just get those anywhere. Mm-hmm. And you never know when you're just going to randomly see one and it's, you know, $55, right? Yeah. But it's also my least favorite Clippers jersey. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> but it, it was cheap and I was like, you know, I'll get it. It's fitting. I, I'm surprised he went through with it. Um, the only jersey that I would consider getting and I'm still considering is a Zubac jersey. And I wanted the City Edition. Um, but because of the lack of transparency from the organization, I just feel like I shouldn't support it as much. And that's uh, just my own conviction. No, <laughs> not, not, no, 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 like not support the franchise as oh, much, yeah. or you're afraid they're going to trade him and you're just not sure. No, no, just support the franchise. Like, uh, I get that. I, I shouldn't say support. It's just like, I, I'm just trying to show, like, it's my way of saying, you know what? I'm not cool with you guys not being transparent. About yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's that kind of like, as much as I want this thing, I can't. I can't with my wallet show you how much I'm okay with how things are going. <laughs> yeah, and let me reiterate: I'm okay with Paul George and Kawhi dealing with injury. We're just not okay with the lack of information, no timetable. Paul Ty Lue, I don't know if he's playing. He's acting really well, but he looks confused as well too. And it's just like it's it just makes this organization look poorly run. Yeah, it's weird. It looks like it's ran so tightly and so well that it looks like it's poorly ran. <laughs> you know, like it's it's like when you when you don't give like your franchise or your business model 
flexibility to breathe and now it's like oh well you know it's 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 kind of like for example you could have a really good bot i'm not saying this is bomber i think bomber is not this but i'm going to say i'm just using this as an example when you have a boss who's really good at their job but they're not a really good people's person so people constantly want to leave and go off and do something else and go work somewhere else that's kind of how the Clippers franchise feels right now with its fan base is like, it's, we, 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 we want to support this, but you're, you're not really being very friendly to us necessarily. And I'll ask you this and then I'll get into it on my own, but like in just in general, where are you at with this franchise? Like how how do you feel about this team? How do you feel in general about being a Clippers fan? If the season were to end right now, I just don't know how to describe. I would have like a really bad taste in my mouth. If the season were to end right now, the way it has before I guess the Harlot the Hornets game, before what Kawhi said, I I would have had a really bad taste in my mouth and I'd contemplate whether or not I want to continue following this team. Like and when I say that, I don't mean like completely abandon the fan base, but like be as entwined, you know, with LA Clips Forum, with watching games. Cause it takes a lot of your day, you know, like just in general, but- just doing this podcast does. <laughs> it, it does and it's just like do i want to continue to pour into something that i'm doesn't really appreciate i guess like our fandom for yeah the the uh not to get uh clips at on you but there is a marina and diamond song well she just goes by marina now it's called you and basically the song is about uh you being loyal and with somebody but they don't necessarily respect you back, but you're so like into them still. And for whatever reason, you know, it's a negative relationship, but you're still in it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel with the Clippers. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I felt this way, even from when like the Donald Sterling days necessarily, you know, mm. it's just like, that's a good point. It's. I, did I cut you off? Did you have more? No, 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 no. That was uh, I for I you because you, you know I totally forgot. You, you've been through a lot of the Donald Sterling. I came through a lot of what, cities, so I didn't really get to. I I, I try my hardest though, because sometimes I feel like it's a very hipster thing to say. Is like, well, I've seen some really bad Clippers basketball, and this is not Clippers bas. This is not bad Clippers basketball. I feel like that's a very hipstery thing to say. It's just when you became a fan, it doesn't matter if you became a fan Sunday or you became a fan 20 years ago. If you're a Clippers fan, you're a Clippers fan. If you're into the team, you're into the team. We might've had different experiences. Like if you got into the team when they've made the playoffs every year, and then all of a sudden last year, they didn't make the playoffs. And it's kind of like, Oh, whoa, uh." (laughs) you know, but it's, it's, it's one of those, like, there'll be, to me personally, they'll there will be nothing more frustrating than like the Elton Brand saga and how that ended. But 
still doesn't mean that what's going on with the current team is not frustrating either. And it's even more mm-hmm. frustrating because maybe we have expectations now. Yeah. It's how I feel about this team. Like, I think at at times I get extremely frustrated, and then there's times where I'm extremely content. And I think since I'm not always super negative, it's perceived that I'm always positive, but it just means I'm just not being negative. It's more so I'm in the middle. I'm more numb. It's that it's that notion of because right now we could be having the best season of our lives and still let and then we could still let every, the Clippers could still let us down in the playoffs. It's how should I put this? Like when the Lob City era was ending, it's I I knew in the back of my head that this team was that team was not good enough. That team was not going to win, and even if they were to catch a break and get to the Western Conference Finals or something, they would then have to play the Golden State Warriors. Like, a lot would have had to break their way for them to succeed and win a championship or even get past the second round. And I even in the back of my head was like, this team is not good enough. But I still watched and still hoped that maybe something could break their way outside of the golden state warriors of the last decade or so, or maybe LeBron James in the Eastern conference for you to be good in the NBA. You just can't be good enough with coaching and good players. You something has to break in your favor. Something has like, for example, when the Raptors beat the warriors, Kevin Durant had to go out and that doesn't take anything away from the Raptors. It's just in that case, something didn't break in the favor of the Warriors. And then the Raptors won a championship. It's the Suns a couple years ago, every team they played in the playoffs, they so a star was hurt until they played the Bucks. And so even if our team was completely healthy and they look like the best team in the NBA, I would still feel like they would need something to break in their favor to win a championship. But I feel that way about every NBA team right now. No one on paper, coaching, team, whatever, could win a championship on that alone. They would need something to break in their favor. And if you two teams meet in a playoff series where things are breaking in both their favors one of them still has to lose so that could be like for example let's just say the clippers get everything going their favor for the rest of the way right all the bs with the season just happened Kawhi and paul george play the majority of the games they're two and a half games behind first place right now they could have one good week and be in first place for all we know. All it takes is for the Suns to lose a couple games and the Clippers to win a couple. And all of a sudden, we're in the mix. We're technically in the mix right now. And all, and then all of a sudden, we ride that wave. And then let's just say, I don't know, the Nuggets. And let's say Jokic gets hurt for like three months. And then all of a sudden, Nuggets are now like, Let's just say the Clippers are the third seed. The Nuggets are now a sixth seed. And Jokic comes back 
right in time for the playoffs. And now our first round matchup, we we went out, we, we got the third seed. Like everyone says we're supposed to get the third seed. And then all of a sudden we're now playing a team that we thought we might've had to meet in the Western conference finals. We're now playing in the first round. And now we had to beat a Jokic Murray nuggets team in the first round. Like some things just don't break your way. And so for, for example, in, in my head right now in the month of December, do I see things on the court that are concerning? Hell yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that it won't change positively, but also doesn't mean it won't change negatively. And that's why like I'm in the middle. I can't I can't get myself to be too negative and I can't get myself to be too positive. Cause we're right there now. If for whatever reason everyone's healthy and we still just can't get it clicking, then yeah. But then we're gonna it's the trade season's coming along and we're probably gonna make some trades. December 15th comes up where most free agents who sign the offseason can be traded. And then January, February comes along. If we leave the trade deadline and we didn't make a move and things are still like 50-50 concerning and not concerning, then I'll be like, all right, well, we're putting a lot of weight in a bunch of 30-year-old vets (laughs) who could... Uh, but at the same time, like it's not like I want to put the weight of the franchise on Brandon Boston Jr. in the playoffs either. So it's it's that I don't know. It's yeah, that's just that's just where I'm at. That was a long thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. you, you, I'm sorry, y'all heard my. I'm trying to like take it all in because it was really well. It was it was it was a good win, right? It was well winded, but uh, breath of fresh air, I guess. Um. <laughs> I guess, but where I'm getting lost at is like, because ultimately the, the question to, the question is, you know, how would you, how do you perceive this, everything that's going on so far? So <clears> what, <throat> if, if you're going to give me a three sentence word or, you know, or, or more, a little bit more, what would it be? Luckily, the rest of the West has not pulled ahead. We're not playing good basketball. But nobody else in the NBA either. Nobody else in the West is either. I should put that with the East. There's the Bucks, Celtics. Those teams are actually playing all well. And that we played the Celtics in a week, I believe. So I think that's a good test of where, like, all right, if everyone could stay healthy for a week. I know that's asking a lot for this franchise. <laughs> but if everyone could stay healthy for a week, what do we look like when we play the Celtics? You know, teams like that. We play the Bucks, I think, next month or the month after or something. Like, what do we look like when we play the Bucks if everyone's healthy? Unless for whatever reason we take that game off and it's like, all right, well, that's kind of frustrating. What do we look like when we play the 76ers? What do we look like when we play the Cavs? Now we got a good win against the Cavs, but we weren't completely healthy for that. So the West, we do have a game against the Suns coming up. If everyone's healthy for that, let's let's see how we look, you know. But I gave you a longer answer. But my my short answer, <laughs> my short my short answer to that was, luckily the re- the 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 rest of the West hasn't pulled ahead, mm-hmm. because everyone's talking about us being like the third seed or higher to win a championship, which is you know that's fine. That's a good it's a good place to be. We could we could have a 
season and still <laughs> we can have a <laughs> season to our standards. If the rest of the NBA continues at this trajectory, we could we could have a shitty season to our standards and still maybe get that third seed. So I, I, I can see the optimism. And you know, for those who are optimistic about the season, there's reasons to be. Uh, and those and what you just said right now were really good reasons why. Um, but it just all boils down to we need our stars. Yeah. Or, you know, I, the, the theme plays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's a lot of room for us to well, not a lot of room, but there is a possibility for us to move up in the West, you know, since it's so close. But, you know, we're not going to be able to be in the top five or get to the third seed without our main guys. And we're putting a lot of stress, a lot of strain on these role players. Yeah, we had good depth. But there's only so many games these guys can win, you know. And I, I'm i looking at Reggie. I'm seeing how he's playing through injuries. And uh, that's another frustrating part. You know, we, we saw <laughs> on Twitter, uh, Damo brought it up. Like, how come the organization, you know, takes care of its star players, but it seems like Reggie Jackson is kind of allowed to push himself to a point where he can risk himself to, like, you know, to get a very gruesome injury that could sideline him for months. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. I, I was just going to say like a quick thing, like maybe that's why they have John Wall and they think like either one of them is expendable. But, you know, John Wall doesn't play back-to-back, so maybe Reggie's the one they think that. But you can get to <laughs> your point. Yeah, and that's also a weird thing. I, I don't know what's going on with John Wall. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't have anything, I don't have anything to go. Like, I guess I kind of get it. it. It's one of those things, like, while we're in the, while we're in it right now, we're all like, "Hey, this doesn't seem like it's working." But if they were to win a championship or something this season, we're all like, "Oh, this is the formula," <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just don't get for the first two months of the season, and then have even your backup point point guard like have minutes restrictions, you know. Like it, it, it's it's yeah. I I don't I don't know if. We could prove this formula works, or you could just take the field, and it's easier to just take the field and say it doesn't work. <laughs> like it's it's a weird it's it's weird what they're doing, and I I generally think we have the pieces. We have the pieces to do something special here. We just need Paul Jordan and Kawhi to be healthy and play. We're not going to win anything without them. Mm-hmm. And if they're not reliable, then we need to get somebody that is. That doesn't mean replace them. That just means we need to add somebody who's a little bit more reliable that we can maybe rely on if one of them's out. But yeah, with, with that, that might be Norm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, he's dealing with injuries too. Jeez. Dang. Clippers are banged up. It's been pretty rough. Um, well, we, we've talked a lot of negative things, and I feel like 
maybe we should talk some positive things. So what are some positive things that you've seen, Brian? Musa Diabate is playing NBA minutes. And it legit, like, I'm not going to lie to you. When the next day came after the Portland game and said that he was going to play some more, and we we posted on the Twitter the pursuit of happiness moment where Will Smith is crying, clapping his hands, walking in the street with the crowd. That's legit how I felt because I've been preaching for this since the (laughs) summer. And I was like, this, this is this is the cure all right here. This is this is the guy. And it feels like the Clippers are finally able to see it. Now with the stars back, it seems like he's back on his G League assignment, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of done watching Moses Brown. If we can bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm all on board on Moses Brown because I'll say this right now. As a fan, yes, it's frustrating. <laughs> But as a person with eyes just watching the game of basketball, it is one of the most interesting things to watch on a basketball court when Moses Brown's out there. He just, he just, he just, he's at a different speed. It's not necessarily slower. (laughs) It's just a different speed. And it seems like there's nine NBA players and then there's just Moses Brown doing his own thing. And then he occasionally is like, got like nine points or something <laughs> or he's got like six rebounds and you're like it, i i don't remember seeing him do that <laughs> but it's like it's like the nick between them. i don't remember that, but apparently the computer is watching something that i'm not watching but it's it, it's it, it's 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 beautiful in its own way but yeah you're just you're just a very sick man honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I think i think i am i think i am you're a sadistic man um but I knew you were going to say Musa, Musa. Um, and yeah, I would totally agree with you. Musa, is, it was fun to watch him play. He's athletic, aggressive. He's trying to show that he belongs. And I loved every minute that he was on the court. Um, but for me, okay. I mentioned it earlier for the jersey that I wanted to get was Zubok. And uh. Zubok's. 33 plus 33 point game where you almost had 30 30 for rebounds was probably the highlight of the season for me. We were there. We were both half-assed, not sure we're gonna go to the game. And then like at the last minute, we're like, fine, we'll meet you there. I ended up showing up kind of late. I lo- I left my card in my car, <laughs> so I had to go back to it, come back like midway through the second quarter, and all of a sudden Zoo's just having the game of his life. And we're and me and you are for the first time, I feel like this season, me and you felt like we were really enjoying a Clippers game. Dude, it was a nice change. I yeah. honestly, like, I had a really good time. I was going in there. I was thinking, I'm like, all right, how can I make a negative meme out of this? And I was just like, uh, spent X amount of money just to go buy Icy and watch the Clippers get destroyed. <laughs> you know, you, you even mentioned like it was just for us to meet up and have an expensive lunch together. <laughs> like, <laughs> and not even good lunch. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be good. Uh, I mean, the hot that I got almost like gave me a third degree burn. <laughs> it was so hot. Like, 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 like that thing was next to the heater. Like, it was tight and hot. Uh, I had to use ketchup to cool it down, not for flavor, 
fucking cool it down. <laughs> <laughs> but man, watching Zoo throw uh, go off, that was so fun. I think he deserves it. And the amount of blood that he got from the NBA, just in general, from other players, his old his old uh, teammates from the Lakers, like Kuz and well, LeBron wasn't even on there, but. <laughs> <laughs> you know but just to see him get praised because I, I think he's a very underrated center you know he doesn't get a lot of, I a think lot of respect statistically defensive wise he's like either top one two or three or something like that certainly top five mm-hmm. and offensively i don't know where he's at but like he's certainly outplaying his contract like he he's a steal yeah definitely and, and we don't need to get another center now when i say when i was joking on spaces and stuff like that. And when I was like, well, we could get Miles Turner too. I was under the impression we'd still keep Zoo <laughs> and Miles <laughs> Turner. Like, I'll, would you pay a backup center $18 million? No. But if it's just a rental and he's going to go somewhere else next year and this is your window, then who cares? So, like, just, just overpay your backup center. And if your backup center is Miles Turner, and yes, we don't get to see Moses Brown anymore. That's a little sad. But that's a pre- <laughs> that's a pretty good deal uh but yeah zoo had a great game like the game before that i went by myself is when they played the jazz some guy in a, with a face tattoo was in my seat and you know me being the tough guy i am i sat somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> and so it was nice to enjoy the game with you and it, it was good that it was uh the zoo game you know, you're asking I, him if you can see. You're just like, hey, you, you good there? You you can see. <laughs> I I see. I see. I, I saw him there, and I was like, you know what? Luckily, no one's healthy on the Clippers, so no one's at these games. I could just sit where I want. <laughs> Honestly, I think you can get to like the bottom rows. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you probably could. Just pretend, because I was looking. I was like, I was scouting it, and I was like, man, no one's been sitting in that seat for a while. If I just go down there. Acting like I know that I sit there, I could possibly sit there. You're you're like sitting next to Steve Ballmer. <laughs> you, know, you just you just like take the seat right next to him, and he's looking at you like you're not supposed to sit here. But like, yeah, just... but but he's like he sat here pretty confidently, <laughs> and and I'm too shy, so I sit a couple of rows back. But to, I'm to, to show, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, and I, I, I'm just like watching, getting a little jealous because he grabs your thigh when the Clippers <laughs> do really well. Yeah. See, see, but part of the confidence is going there and sitting there and saying, "Man, this Clipper suck ass." What I go on, watch, watch. <laughs> and he would, no, he'd probably, he'd probably whisper, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> Ima- imagine Steve is like, you know, like when older people uh like start getting like their rights kind of taken away like they can't drive a car anymore they can't do imagine that's the way the clippers been running like steve bomber wants transparency he wants his stars to play <laughs> but there's like a higher executive like it's larry it's like a uh, larry frank or something he's just like no no no, we gotta keep things on the wraps all right steve just go to the games and enjoy yourself from your seat steve this isn't the tech industry we don't play like that okay <laughs> <laughs> hey we got we can't let people know when Kawhi's coming back all right <laughs> How many years in the NBA do you have? Huh? I thought you were a Pistons fan, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, uh, that comment was not because I really believe the Clippers suck ass, but it's just for me to sit in confidence. You know, mm-hmm. you got to say things that are so absurd. Uh, Steve Bomber goes, 
and bought that ticket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought I gave these tickets for free, but <laughs> interesting. Uh, yeah, he'll probably, you know, you know, the Clippers are bad when the guys I'm giving free tickets to are selling them to this guy on StubHub, and he just happens to sit next to me. Oh man, I got, I got to do something more transparency. You know what? <laughs> They're going to be questionable and still miss the Kings game. Let's do that. So that's the best I could do. I'm, I'm also going to add on my transparency thing, like you know, have better food, dude. <laughs> Staples Center sucks. You know, ass you know what? The, hopefully that changes in the, into a dome. I, I really hope so because honestly, I, I'm tired of having Blaze Pizza. Yeah, I they have some food there that it's like it's not good, but it's here. And I think that's that wraps up crypto.com arena. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, but it's here. It's like they have winter, they, not winter snitzel. Imagine that'd be dope. I'm, yeah, like, dude, I'm pretty excited about just that. Just put fast food joints in there. You're like, but that, uh, what's that? What's the what's the in retzel pretzel whatever oh uh, yeah like the, I'm, I'm, t- I'm too i'm too hispanic sorry um retzel's pet pretzel or auntie ann's or something whatever man but you have that and you're gonna give me some dry ass pretzels you're not gonna even give me the ones the hot dogs or the one pepperonis mm-hmm. you're gonna give me the lame possible this isn't the baseball game i don't fucking dry ass pretzels or pop or like whatever peanuts you guys have I do I, I do like that there's ICs there. ICs, yes. I and it, the oddest thing is there's also a sushi bar. That that blows me away. I don't understand it. <laughs> it it's it's there. And it I, f- I feel like they're making it in the team store. <laughs> and, and that's another thing. I hope that I, I hope that changes in the into a dome. Like, can you have a team store that looks like it gives <laughs> <laughs> the team store has like the oldest jerseys i think from the old 2005 bro <laughs> like, it's it's so- dope it's crazy because there's stuff there that you'll never find online like it's not on ebay it's nothing it's like it's not even on the d- deep dark web it's 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 just there like you can only get it at the team la store but you can even see the, like the laker jerseys peeking behind the clipper jerseys <laughs> <laughs> It was like on the I think that when they first like wore their Los Angeles like city edition uh you know jerseys. Mm-hmm. I was so excited. I go over there and I'm looking and they don't have I'm <laughs> just like and this is where the contradicting uh part comes from, right? Because I'm saying like I want jersey, but I was there, I was willing to spend, mm-hmm. and they missed that opportunity. Bomber, come on, man. It's it's weird because I went to a game a few days after that or a week after when you went. And I go to the team store. I'm like, all right, let's see what they have. And they had Terrence Mann and John Wall in the City Edition jerseys. And I'm like, that's an odd – that's an odd – that's the thing, like, when you go to the Padres or you go – when we went to SoFi too, we'd go to the, the team stores. They had a, a, a ton of players and different players in different jerseys and stuff. When you go to the team store for the Clippers, there's like five players you could get, and one of them's like a Kawhi Buffalo Braves jersey, <laughs> and the other one is a a Paul George City Connect uh, City Edition jersey from a couple seasons ago, and then you get this year's City Edition jerseys, which you would think like the the staple should be like Kawhi and Paul George. No, it's Terrence Mann and John Wall, which is cool because <laughs> I like to buy unique jerseys, but that seems odd that that's the that's the selection they could get. Like yeah, it's. I- yeah, it's the weirdest selection. I could have sworn I saw a most space jersey, dude. <laughs> oh, remember 
I think last year we were at the hell. It might have even been this year. We went to the very first game we went to. They still had a Sergi Baca jersey there. <laughs> it, it was like an authentic Sergi Baca jersey. It was like fifty percent off or something. And it's like, all right, that's dope. That's dope for you, you know, the Surge fans who like, oh man, I wish I get a Surge jersey, but they don't have them on. Oh well, you know, if you just go to the Team LA, it's, it's basically a thrift shop of Clippers gear. <laughs> it's a Team LA store. <laughs> oh man, that's a. What a unique experience. And they have sushi in the store. Yeah. <laughs> so. You can't you can't beat it. Like as you're looking for a double XL jersey, there's a guy making spicy tuna right next to it. <laughs> it <is. laughs> and he, you know, the soy sauce splats uh, like it splatters on the jersey <laughs> and you still have to pay full price for it. And you can see the Laker jersey right underneath the chef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That you, um, you, can, you can see in the eyes of the crypto.com arena employees how many of them wish they had the day off, but there just happens to be a noon Clippers game <laughs> and they're just pissed. They're even more mad at the Clippers. Is there anything else? <laughs> I feel like I talked a ton on this pod. We did. We, I mean, you shared a lot of information. I believe that needed to be heard, Brian. You're doing the Lord's work. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. This is just us sharing our frustration with the organization. I don't, I'm not trying to influence anyone to think the way I think. If the Clippers hear this and they're like, blackball us <laughs> for, for, uh, for trying to sway people not to buy season tickets, that's, that's not what I'm trying to do. What no, I'm that's not what we're doing. If you, if you want to spend your money, spend your money. But I understand if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But entering listening to this is going like, He's going to end and finish at the halfway mark. You <laughs> 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 blackball these guys. Uh. Oh, we, we go to, to our, we go to open our accounts to go to the games and uh, we can't get in. It's like access denied. And like, <laughs> uh, there's posters of us at crypto that says, don't let these guys in. <laughs> and they're like, they're like poorly taking photos from like on top. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like a bank robbery. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's, it's a photo of a guy like on a iPhone five from the court side, looking up at the level 300 section we're in it's just taking a picture. It's just, it's just two uh, oblong shaped fat bodies. And they're like, just don't let these two guys go in. <laughs> we look like Minecraft characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like super pixelated. It was they had they printed it. They they enlarged the photo and then put it on and then they printed it. The best part would be like when we walk to go like go through security, they actually recognize us. <laughs> like, hey, no, let's see, this is you. And it's <laughs> we're wearing the same shirts. <laughs> That's how they can tell the like, shape a, and, the, and the and the color. There's only one person in the, who comes to these games with a Luke Canard jersey. So uh, <laughs> step step outside, brother. <laughs> go go outside. We'll meet you by the Maddie Johnson statue. And they're just out of this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Well, there's a lot of negativity, ne- negativity, but you know what? They played today. We won the game. Kawhi at the game winner. There's something to be positive about. Let's hope this continues. Um, you know what, though, this is the first time I think this season where we had a pretty solid laugh on this pod. And yeah. it's it's one thing is like I feel like the Clippers got to the point where it just wasn't even funny anymore. 
and maybe we're gonna we'll, we'll be able to get to the point where it's like all right they're doing well it's fine we don't always have to watch the standings and let's crack a joke there and there <laughs> you know like <laughs> let's get let's get back to that uh there's no semi ogile anymore but there's someone and i mean this like legit there's someone like seven like seven thousand times better in musa diabate and there's not Ronnie Hood anymore. And but we got Moses Brown, who's at least, I don't know, like four times better. I really <laughs> hope you edit this and you put the ending right there. Just like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> it's just like we have Moses Brown in. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, man, he's so interesting to watch. You're right. Like, man, he, he's it, it's he's, so fascinating. Uh, yeah i don't it's like there's so much latency that comes from his brain to his like limbs to function and i feel so mean for saying that but yeah you could see it like 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 he thinks and he looks at his arm (laughs) and he goes to see the motion like he's watching visually how the neurons are just going through his body (laughs) and meanwhile the point guard already just blew blew past him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like he's on the court, he's looking at like the goosebumps on his skin rise, his hair rises with it, and then when he looks back up, he's already sitting on the bench again. <laughs> 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 it's halftime. I just picture the Jimmy Neutron think think <laughs> he's on the bench. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Moses Brown, God bless your soul for being on this team. Um, uh, He's on a two-way too. We might he might just he might just be here forever. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone I, I saw people were posting like he isn't the answer for the for the playoffs. I don't think anyone thought that. Um uh, I don't even think the Clippers thought that. Honestly. I don't even think I don't even think the Clippers think there's an answer to the playoffs. I don't I don't they could go out there and get a backup center. They they could go out there and get Joel Embiid and be like, ah, you know what though? We're gonna go small. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, um, you can find our fo- podcast wherever you find your podcasts. It could be Spotify, it could be Apple, it could be something else. Uh, I'm Google. You can find us on Twitter at LA Clips Forum. Uh, we do Twitter Spaces. Uh, we have jobs, so we don't do them during East Coast games because East Coast games start at like four, and they end at like six thirty ish. We won't be home. A little hard to make that. Yeah. So, yep. West Coast I like, games. I guess I'll stay up. <laughs> I, I will say this if we can do off this, but I like how you just absolutely on Google players, like Google Google users, Android users. You're. A I hope you know that. <laughs> well, with the, I apologize, and if you want to accept my apology, uh, uh, on behalf of all Android users, I I do not accept it. I yeah I, w- I wish we did a vi- a video pod because I am doing a face at you iPhone user. All right, that was all I could swarm. You know what? Uh, if you give us three dollars, we have a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, they probably won't want to spend that right now during the season, but hopefully when it picks up. <laughs> yeah, you know what? When you're like, you know what? Lakers are on a roll. 
Oh, the season's picking up. Oh, okay. Let's see what these guys have to say about, I don't know, the Phoenix Suns or something. I want to see what these, why go find a Phoenix Suns podcast when you could just find our podcast about the Phoenix Suns? I'll give you a little glimpse. They can be on a 20 game winning streak and I'll still find things to talk negative about them. So, first of all, we'll never let Devin Booker have the Toronto Raptors thing down. Nope, never. It's just, it's just forever going to be in his career. Chris Paul, don't like him. <laughs> yeah, he had an interesting week for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that, uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll um, talk about that on NBA Rivals <laughs> form. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you for everyone for listening. You guys can be doing anything with your time, but you're spending it with us. I know it gets old every time I say that, but I mean it every single time. Because every time someone tries to get me to listen to a podcast, I'm always like, you know what? That's time consuming. Uh, so if you're if you're consuming your time with our podcast, I don't even know if that made sense. We really do appreciate it. And we understand we have a pretty cool jingle. But if you listen to us actually talk, bonus points. We appreciate that as well. We appreciate you guys. Beautifully said, Brian. Beautifully said. Thank you. We're out. Later.